praise him right now. Give this God glory right now before you may even see the victory. Hallelujah. Because you know the battle's the Lord's. Oh, yes. Amen. I ask you tonight to just bind with me. Today we have our brother laying in a hospital bed facing surgery on his brain. The doctors have found a tumor there. They're looking at doing surgery Friday morning. But my heart's cry has been this, this evening as I was in the back there. And I'm just really overwhelmed right now. But I just pray that the same angel that met him right there and called out Esther's name will come to that hospital room. I can't help but believe these two things are tied together. Amen. That You know, God could allow that to happen, Esther to have a baby 16 months ago, become pregnant, and we have the baby by now, but God allowed it to come to this time. And it's all in the timing of God. So as a church body, let's just bind together. The battle is the Lord's. And we look in the face of death, and we look in the face of this giant and say, how dare you? defy the armies of the living God. I don't come to you in the name with a sword and a spear and my own ideas and my own theology. I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And at that name, cancer has to bow. At that name, tumors has to bow. At that name, every demon in hell has to flee. The battle is the Lord's. How many Davids do we have tonight that are willing to take a rock? I'm looking for rocks. Hallelujah. I'm looking for rocks. Hallelujah. Father, we raise our hands in victory tonight. Lord, just seeing how you've orchestrated this service, Lord, song after song, dedicated for this moment and for this time. Even now, Lord, even now, Lord, all things are possible. It does not matter how dark it may seem. It does not matter how difficult it may look. It, may look, it does not matter how impossible it may be. You're still God. And if God is God tonight, and you are, then every demon of hell has to bow to the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we have a friend, a dear friend of ours, more, more than a friend family or the suffering Satan's attack upon their lives and trying to come against them but we as a body tonight bind together Lord if one to chase a thousand two to chase ten thousand how many can we chase tonight Lord we bind together with our faith picking up the rock the promises of God and we put it in our sling, Lord. May not look much like much, but Lord, we put it in our sling and we're going to let it go. And we're going to let it go to its mark because it's divinely orchestrated by God. And this Goliath will fall. This Goliath will not have its way. This Goliath, we're going to take its head off. We're going to rise above it. We're going to rise above it with faith, believing that all things are possible to those that believe. Lord, we look right in the face of this giant and say, how dare you defy the armies of the living God? 
But the God of heaven is here to answer our prayer. And we're asking that that angel that visited this tabernacle some 16 months ago, and we see now the signs of his visitation. May you go tonight to this hospital room, and Lord, may Ron Spencer's name be called. And Ron Spencer's body receive, Lord, the healing that he needs right now. We ask it because we believe. We believe that all things are possible. There's nothing too hard for you. And no weapon formed against us will prosper. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now I want you to just lift your hands and thank the Lord for answering our prayers. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. In the middle of our storm, we praise you, Lord. Because you've allowed us to walk on water. You've allowed us to rise above it all. Through eyes of faith, we look through the darkness and we see a well body. Through eyes of faith, Lord, we look and we see God the supernatural realms, and we speak and we say there's more for us than there is against us. The God of angel armies is in command. The champion of champions, the one who's never lost a battle. But every time he come into battle, he went out packing the victory. Lord, you've been victorious many times. Lord, I read your prophet said this. Lord, that more things, more cancer's been healed than any other disease. There's nothing too hard for you. And right now, buzzards are being fed to pigs. In Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. First Samuel 17. Mercy. First Samuel 17 and also Exodus 14. Amen. Then David said to the Philistine, verse 45, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine hand from thee, thy head from thee. And I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, unto the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistines arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Also Exodus 14 and verse 13. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated. 
Hallelujah. You know, I've always looked at this in one way, and it just really struck me today as I would read this. And even now, as I'm reading this again, the Lord shall fight you, and ye shall hold your peace. And I've always used it in the sense that you just keep your mouth shut, or in other words, in good old southern English, just shut your mouth. But I believe it's a little deeper there, that in the middle of your battle, if you realize the Lord is fighting for you, you can be peaceful. You can hold on to your peace. Amen. You can, you can allow yourself to be peaceful in the time of your storm. And, you know, I was actually, I've been trying to go a different direction for several services. And, and, but, you know, the devil keeps working and I just get, keep getting more and more angry. And, and I just keep looking at what's going on in the, in the world and what's going on around us. And, 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 and knowing that in the middle of all of this, the Lord is a man of war. And the Lord is fighting our battles. And, you know, Moses, you know, was a, was a man. You know, you could see him as a man as he would come to this moment, even though he had had an experience, even though he had been in the face of the pillar of fire and, and he had been in the supernatural realms. And we know what that did and how what it produced such a courage in his heart and in his life. But, you know, you come in those moments in your life, but that don't mean that you're going to come to another moment where you'll lose your courage or you'll begin to doubt or begin to fear because you're human. And it's the things that's in your, it's your own natural instinct, so to speak. And, and Moses, we could read about it as he come to there. He even he didn't know exactly what to do. He didn't know where to turn because, you know, they'd gotten this situation, seemingly a trap they'd been led into. And he was a man and God had trained him you know, 80 years before he was ever able to use him, 40 years in the palace and 40 years in the wilderness, you know, and God knows how to train a man. He knows how to get him into the place, how to use him. And, and he knew that he, he, you know, that he had had all those years of schooling and knowledge and theology. And, and it took 40 years on the backside of a desert and a face-to-face experience with a pillar of fire to get that out of him. But one time in the presence of that burning bush, in the presence of that anointing, he knew more about God than he'd ever learned in 80 years. See, God trains his men. He anoints them. He gives them experiences. He takes them through rigorous training, down through sands of of burning, trying, testing times. Not only does he do that to his prophets, he does it to his children. He does it to all of his. You know, every son that cometh to God will be chastened, tried, tested by the word. But when the pinch comes or when that trying comes, when it comes time to face the death, Are we able to stand there and look at that death or look at that situation and say, God's word says so, that settles it. Amen. When we come to those moments, what are we relying on? Are we go further in our doubts or further in our fears? Or do we go back to the word of God? Back to our experience with him. You know, and God had called such a man, a man that Moses, you know, a great deal like us, you know, we, every time he come to a place like this, he said, oh, Lord, what must I do? What, where would I go? How can I turn? What am I going to do? You know, and God was kind of getting tired of it. You know, why are you crying to me? Speak and go forward. Amen. Speak and go forward. He said, Brother Man will say this. He said, if, every, if there was any time it ever looked like there ought to retreat was then. But in God, there is no retreat. 
There is no place in God but to go forward. If the doctor says it's cancer, go forward. If he says it's TB, go forward. If the devil says you can't give this up, go forward. If your home says you're going to be a fanatic, go forward. Amen. Speak and go forward. What? His word. You speak thus saith the Lord. Amen. See, God will let you get to a place where he brought Israel what seemed like a trap, what seemed like mountains and deserts on both sides, Pharaoh's army pursuing them, thousands of chariots, thousands of spears, bunch of humble little slaves armed with nothing down in front of a Red Sea, out right to the banks and right behind them, the dust of the Egyptians coming, no side, no way to escape. Sometimes the doctors or the devil will get you to those places, the doctor walks away and say, there's no hope, you know, there's no way you're just going to die, the cancer's going to kill you, you'll never get up out of that chair. It seems sometimes you're left with no place to retreat, but he is your retreat. Hallelujah. He is your retreat. Climb into his arms. He's my refuge. He's my mighty tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it are safe. The towers of refuge. He is my refuge. Amen. 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 This covenant people who had a promise of God. We're standing firm on the promise. It's so strange to see that when people take a stand for God and, 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 and that's when the devil likes to throw everything he's got at it to try to knock them off of that stand. And, and it seems like, but in those moments, God will make a way through it. When there seems to be no way around, it seems to be impossible, seems to be an impossible situation. You know, Brother Adam would say some of my greatest experiences I ever witnessed before God was when I got to a place. I couldn't go this way. I couldn't go under. I couldn't go around. I just stood still, and God made a way through it. Amen. He's never failed me yet, and he'll never fail me now. Hallelujah. It seemed that the children of Israel had got to the Red Sea, the pillar of fire leading them, Pharaoh's army right behind them. But sometimes God's path leads right to such places, right to traps, right to moments in a hospital room, or, or right to times that we don't know where to turn. What is it? God loves to display his power. I want you to know you serve a God who loves to display himself. He loves to show himself. He loves to show that I got this. I can handle this. There's nothing too hard for me. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Amen. You know, Brother Brandon would make this, and I've used this before, but it's a very wonderful illustration. He says, sometimes, you know, I take my little Joseph or one of my little girls up in my arm in my lap, and I, I, one of them will tell me, draw up your muscles, Daddy. You got big muscles. He said, there's not much to them right now, but as long as they think that, it makes me feel good. Amen. He said, you know, I'm getting old. I'm getting weaker. I'm not who I used to be. He said, but there's one thing about our Heavenly Father. He's never lost one ounce of power. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He still has good, great muscles. He still has the ability to move in impossible situations. He still has has the ability to move death back to life in just a moment. He has the ability to remove, amen, brain tumors without even a surgery. He has the ability to do the impossibilities. 
Hallelujah. He has big muscles. And our Heavenly Father, how many loves your daddy tonight? He likes you to know he's got big muscles. Hallelujah. He wants to be able to show you exactly the power that he has. He said, sometimes me as a man, I'll bring up the conversation just so my kids will ask me to draw up my muscles. He said, I love them to tell me how big my muscles are. He said, I used to be a, a boxer, a, a boxer. He said, but I'm getting old, fat, and flabby, decrepit. But he said, I still like to think I'm back where I used to be. We all do. He said, I like to think I'm back where I used to be. He said, but there's one thing about this God. Can I tell you about this God tonight? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's no old age in him. He's eternal. He's all-powerful. He's unstoppable. He's unchangeable. He's the healer of all healers. He is the divine healer. Hallelujah. He is more than able right now. Right now, he's eternal forever. His muscles are not decaying. He's still just as strong as he ever was. He's still as strong as the day he was when he blew his breath. And when that children of Israel was in that trap and it looked impossible, but all of a sudden the impossibilities became possible. And when the Red Sea opened and they went across on dry land, God still has those kind of muscles. Come on now. He still has those kind of muscles when he would take impossible abilities and he would take just a small number of men and and, and put them against innumerable armies and, and they would defeat them. He's showing you he has big muscles and he still has those muscles. See, when they got to the Red Sea, what was it about? God wanted to display his power. And so in displaying his power, he made the Red Sea stand still. Hallelujah. He made it wall itself up and stand at attention. Hallelujah. <laughs> Brother, Brother Wendell Martin sent a quote today. He talked about, about the, the, the road to glory. And he said, the devil, Brother Bram said, the devil ain't nothing but a stump on this old stump on the side of the highway that God uses to get his people to him. And I've responded, let's crank up the stump grinders. Amen. Amen. I I sent a little gif, jif, whatever you want to call it, and I sent a deal with a thing on the back of a tractor was right on top of that stump, and it was grinding it, and it was shattering it, and it was popping loose, and things were happening. I said, I believe that's probably what the devil's going to feel like tonight all over the world because he is awakening a sleeping giant. Amen. Is realizing who she is and what she stands for and that she can do the greater works. And she can be the, an invincible army. Amen. I believe there's a people on this earth who are realizing cancer is nothing to the people of God. Amen. Diseases of all kinds are nothing to the people of God. Brain bleeds are nothing. Alopecia is nothing. Amen. It's nothing to the people of God. Hallelujah. 
And I say tonight, let's put that faith right on top of that devil's head and let hell go to popping and things be going to shatter and his forces begin to flee. Why? Because faith is rising in our hearts to know Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's not somewhere, somewhere yonder. He's here even now in our midst, moving in his people, working in his people. And when I can't see him, he's working. When I can't feel him, he's working. He's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's an old time God. And ain't nothing the devil can do to stop him. But he's going to come out packing the victory. Hallelujah. Amen. He will make it stand still and watch you walk across. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I seen them now, the time when a brain bleed had to stand still and the body left it behind. I seen it when he made cancer stand still and the body left it behind. I seen it when he made alopecia stand still and the body left it behind. Hallelujah. He will make your oppressor. He will make the one that's against you stand still. Just an old stump on the side of the road and you'll walk on by him and he can't do a thing about it. Because my God fights for me. Hallelujah. Amen. One day, one day when the people of God were fighting a hard battle, Joshua was right at the head of the battle. The sun was going down. Amen. What happened? God wanted to show who he was. Amen. He had the sun stand still and the earth stop. Whatever happened, God displayed his power. Amen. What was it? I want to display my power to a people who's doing exactly what I promised them to do. Oh, what a privilege it is to know we serve the same God today. He will make everything stand still while he displays his power. He bumped me up a little bit. He makes everything stand still. What are you facing tonight? Hello, children of Israel, children of the most high God. What are you facing tonight? Get ready for him to make that enemy stand still. Hallelujah. Amen. One day there was a prophet stood firm on the promises of God and prayed when the decree was said for him to not pray and they laid a trap and they threw him in the lion's den. And when the lion started to the prophet, God made them stand still all night while he displayed his power. Sun stood still, water stood still, lion stood still. Amen, amen. Well, there were some people that were standing in face of an intense heat of a furnace, but God wanted to show his power and he made fire stand still and an attention while he carried on a conversation with his church. Woo, hallelujah. Amen, this is what's going on right now. There's so many things that's trying to come against you and would come upon you, but God's got a hand on it. Amen. No, this ain't your time. There's there's pre-tribulation plagues that are being unleashed upon this earth. And there's a people here that's holding it back. Why? Because there's a Christ in the people. Amen. There's Holy Ghost and anointing that's holding it back and saying, no, not right now. There's one more coming. There's another coming. There's another coming. 
Hey Amen. I had this conversation with Brother L today. I said, what would have happened if the rapture would have been five years ago? Where would you be? He said, well, I would have been in a bad shape. I said, well, the thing about it is it couldn't happen because you was a seed. Hallelujah. Amen. Why have we been here so long? Because God's got more seeds. God's got more people to come to fruition. We got more family to come in. That's why we're going through the things that we're going. God's having a conversation with us. God's having a moment with us. He's allowing us, allowing this thing to happen the way it is. But God is speaking lip to ear to a people. Right in the middle of the fire. Right in the middle of torment. Right in the middle of chaos. There's a fourth man. Hallelujah. God wanted to display his power. One day there were storms coming up on the sea and about to tear a little ship to pieces. But there was this lonely Galilean laying in the back of that boat asleep. Oh, they become frustrated. The believers scared to death. But God was wanting to show his power. And he walks up to the helm of that boat and he puts his foot upon it and looked towards the heavens and to the wind and said, peace be still. And the winds and the waves stood to attention till there wasn't even a ripple left. God wanting to display his power. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I got to, had a conversation with Brother Andrew today, or this week, through text. We was talking about that moment when Jesus come walking on the water, and Peter said, in order that be you, come. One man out of a boat had the, had the courage to say, if that be you, I want to walk. Yeah. I'm praying that tonight, if he called or we come walking, it wouldn't be just one that said, that'd be you. I hope the whole boat empties. I'm coming too. Amen. I believe that's the time and hour that we're living in. The faith that should be in our, and that is, and I'm not going to say should be, it is in the midst of his people. A faith to believe all things are possible. Listen, God didn't demonstrate the power that he demonstrated 40 or 50 years ago to let this just fade away and fizzle out and there be nothing to it. God has a plan. God is here to fight our battles. Your battles. Hallelujah. We could go on down many illustrations, but for time's sake, he would come to this point, he'd say, I'll be a servant tonight, declare him to be right. The devil that called your soul for his own, he will make that devil stand still tonight. Watch the power of God come down and take away your sins and iniquities and give you the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He will surely do it. He will, chop, he will make every cancer drop. He will make every blind eye come open. He will make the cripples walk. He'll let the devil who's afflicted you stand still and see the glory of God. It's not your battle. It's God's battle. Don't be frustrated. Don't be upset. Stand still. We're living in a tremendous time. We're living in a great time. The church of God should stand still right now. You're here to receive the promise. Hallelujah. Stand still and see the, watch the glory of God. He's not the I was. He is the I am. He's the same. You just stand still and see if he ain't. But Goliath, in our scripture reading, was bragging, boasting. Ah, you see, you was here last night and didn't get healed. Ha, ha, ha. 
You was at other meetings and you didn't get healed. Ha, ha, ha. Who is that uncircumcised devil? Who is that devil that has no relationship with God at all? Who is that devil who stands with nothing but a defeated thing behind him? Hallelujah. His master was defeated at Calvary by our Lord, our conqueror. We don't have to believe him no more. Down with him. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ robbed Satan of everything he had. He spoiled principalities, powers, dominion. His domain reigns over the earth and the heaven, and we are subjects of his domain. My, that puts me him where he belongs. The devil's down there, and Christ the victor here, and you're David's. You're called, you're elected, you're anointed, you're positionally put in the body of Jesus Christ by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Goliath, you're defeated. I need somebody to say that tonight. Goliath, you're defeated. Hallelujah, the devil's standing there trying to bluff you, but the Lord God, take charge right now and make Jesus Christ the great immaculate son of God, the chief captain, come now in his power and cut away every unbelief, cut away shackles, blackness from the people. May the great Holy Ghost light flood this place right now, granted in the name of Jesus. What happened? David, after he chopped off the head of Goliath, you know what he done? He held up his head. What are you doing when you give testimony of what God done for you? What was David doing? He was giving testimony. And he held up old Goliath's head. (laughs) We got a few heads to hang up here tonight. Hallelujah. He held up his head and he put his foot on that dead body and he held it up for a testimony for the rest of them saying, see what you can do? Come on now. Why, did, why was cancer allowed to come in our midst? So a David could grab a hold of it. Amen. Happened to be a David in the house. <laughs> Brother David Butts wrote something today or yesterday or this week. I lost track or whatever about, about the situation. He said my, the greatest quote was to my children and my wife was this changes nothing. You didn't look at that devil in the eye and his threats and his vileness. You Maybe you can smell his breath and you can look him right straight in the eye and say, this changes nothing. Amen. See what you can do? Why don't we make a video out of it? Why was there heart to, to do that and produce that or that and alopecia and all the different things that's come out? Brother Ron's fire. Why? It was a head being raised up, telling the rest of the world, saying, see what you can do? Send it over there to Japan. See what you can do. Send it across the world. See what you can do. See, this is nothing but a bluff. This little rock took him down. You got all your swords and all your shields over there and all your little pet quotes. All you need is a promise of God and a faith in your heart and make a step out into the valley and say, tonight I'm taking this Goliath down. This changes nothing. You defied the armies of the living God long enough, but tonight your head's coming off.
Hallelujah. I wonder if there's some Davids here tonight that's got enough gumption about them. They said, I'm sick of dealing with this thing. This old depression that's been on me, this anxiety and this fear, I'm picking up my promise. And I'm putting it in my sling. And I'm throwing it. Tonight, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Hallelujah. Tonight, I'm letting a rock go. I've been looking for rocks all week. I've been looking for rocks and I found one. It says, cast not away your confidence. And I've got confidence in the Lord that if I let this rock go, he'll bring it to pass. Hallelujah. There's a Goliath that's got a hold of one of our buddies. And I'm about to let a rock go. I feel it swinging in the air. I feel the atmosphere's changing. I feel the angels of armies of God are gathering around. I've been feeling it all day today. It's more than me in this building. It's more than Ron Spencer in a, in a hospital bed. It's angel armies are gathered their hosts together and they're seeing the challenge of the enemy. It's time we let a rock go and say, by his stripes, he's healed. Cancer, what are you doing to the people of God? He's a Lord God that heals all thy diseases. Hallelujah. Amen. This God's head is coming off. We done seen him before. See him, devil. We already got one of you. We already got one of you. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. All things are possible. God is God. Go ahead and praise him right now. Hallelujah. He says, don't leave this building without having the Holy Spirit cut that old blind shackle that stands there. Throw that thing away and say, I believe God. That's all it takes. I believe God. Walk out here like a man or woman or child of God with victory and the morning star leading you marching on to glory. And the devil say, I thought I had you. And you say, I told you, you didn't. Oh, man. I might get a little lost this morning, this evening, but just get lost with me and we'll all have fun. The devil's saying, I thought I had you, but you need to tell the devil, I told you, you didn't. I told you, you didn't. Walk on, that's right, come up to the next meeting, shake that old head of that old devil that had you bound and said, look at him. I was the person who once was bound. The doctor said I couldn't live but a few days. But here I am tonight. Here I am tonight. Then somebody say, you know, if she can, and then somebody will say, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. So I'll trust him too. And you know what's the matter tonight? How the Holy Spirit likes to get into a bunch of people like this now. If you can only realize where you are, not say in this building, you're in Christ. Positionally, everything's yours, all yours. It belongs to you. So let's raise our hands and sing one chorus. Amen. Right now, I believe all things are possible. Now I believe. Hallelujah, that ought to be our song. That ought to be our confession. I believe. It's your possession if you'll pull the sword. 
This is it. Walk in and tear down the walls. Hallelujah. He said, walk in and tear down the walls. The fight is on, O Christian soldier. Face to face in a stern array. With armors gleaming and colors streaming. The right and wrongs engaged today. The fight is on, but be not weary. Be strong and in his might hold fast. If God be for us, his glory over us. We'll sing the victor's song at last. We've got to. We're bound for the promised land. Amen. When you see the battle set in array, the devil is sitting right here, trying on every heart, sitting there, trying to grip them, trying to say, oh, I've seen you try before. I've heard that before. Cast him out. Cast him out. What did the Bible say? Cast him out. That's our commission. Cast him out. Cast him out. Amen. Who will be like David? You stand and let that uncircumcised Philistine defy the armies of the living God. I'll go fight him. I'll take the Lord at his word no matter what fails, what happens. I don't care. I'm going to take his word. Maybe Saul's afraid. Maybe the armies are afraid. But God's army is moving forward. Men of valor. Amen. Men of power. Men of understanding. They don't have to be smart. They don't have to be educated. But they have a channel to reach the supernatural. Hallelujah. I'm looking at a people tonight are channeled to reach the supernatural. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, said something about this lady this morning, no doubt. A doctor told her she's about the end of the road. There's nothing to be done. Now that's the doctor. He said, I don't condemn him. That man's scientific, doing the best he can. He sees the disease has conquered the child's body and it's beyond anything. He hasn't got any medicine to stop it. So will that cancer conquer that woman? Sure. Death had conquered that baby, but our chief captain of this great army, he is the resurrection and the life. And nothing can conquer him. Hallelujah. I said nothing can conquer him. We've got a five-star general. J-E-S-U-S. Five stars on us. F-A-T-H. F-A-I-T-H. He's never lost a battle. This general that's leading this army has never lost a battle. Should we look at his win-loss record again? Zero losses. Amen. Unnumerable amount of winnings. Zero losses. He said he's conquered death, hell, and the grave. Get the devil out of the way. He's the great chief captain. So the devil isn't even in the picture no more. The greatest battle that ever raged is sitting ready right now. When I think of it, when I stood and watched him do things, seen him reveal things, open up things and said it'd be this way and that way. And I look back and say, who is that great captain? I look back and see if Dr. So-and-so, I see, I don't look back there and see what Dr. So-and-so said. I look and see what the captain said. And he's the captain of salvation. He's the captain of healing. He's the captain of deliverance. He's the captain of every situation. He is the captain. 
The great hour of charge is at hand. Soldiers with armors gleaming, colors streaming, faith and doubt are setting itself in array in this building today. Doubt on one side, faith on the other. Soldiers, stand at your post of duty. Our captain, the morning star, leads on and he never backs up. He never retreats. He don't know retreat. Hallelujah, the greatest battle ever fought is going on right now. It's between life and death, between sickness and health, between faith and doubt, between liberty and bondage. The battle is on, but shine your sword, shine your spear, polish up your armor. God is getting his soldiers ready to go to war. Do you hear the war cry tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Do you hear the war call tonight? What am I hearing? I'm hearing a war drum. That's what they would do back in the day. In the Indian days, they would begin to beat a certain drum. And it had a certain sound. And, and hunters and everybody else would come in for all the way around. They would hear it. And they would gather together. It was calling the people for war. Amen. We ain't been called into this age to have a picnic and have a flowery bed of each. We are going to have a war. If we're going to obtain any land, we're going to have to fight for it. If we're going to obtain the promises of God, we're going to have to fight for it. We're not going to give one of them up. We need to have the same faith as Moses would speak after he visited the pillar of fire. We're not leaving a hook behind. We're not leaving one promise unfulfilled or unobtained. We are going to take what is ours. Where's Caleb at? Give me my mountain. There's giants there. That's okay. They'll be dead giants. God gave it to me. Battleground. A battle's in array right here in the front line. Ever doubt. You need to say, right now, I doubt my doubts. I'm doubting my doubts. I'm believing God's word. Here I come, Satan. Something's going to take place. He anoints his servants with his spirit. He sends them angels. People make fun of that sometimes. Angels. Ministering spirits. I think we know enough about them now. Hello? <laughs> you know what? Tonight we can hold up. This old bloody big old giant's head for 16 years it tormented. Goliath of barren. And what is it saying? If you're barren, you can have a child too. If he'd have defeated him one time, he'll do it again. If he took his head off one time, he'll take his head off again. Hallelujah. He anoints his service with his servants with his spirits. He sends angels. Angels. Angels to the battlefront. Ministering spirits to give us courage. They're not ministering some theology or some de- to, of some denominational group, but they minister his word. They drop things for you, handfuls on purpose. In the times you need them. All of a sudden, a scripture will come to you. It'll come out of seemingly nowhere. Hold that confidence. It's time people hold your confidence. This ain't the time to waver. This is the time to say, God did it before, Sister Atlanta. God will do it again. 
Amen. I, I, I won't get into some of them, Lord willing, if i got a little time. Maybe a little bit longer than I normally am on a Wednesday night. I don't know. I'm just a little bit fired up. And if we get all fired up together, we'll have a good fired up time. Hallelujah. Well, we've been sharing some things on the, on the ministers group that we got, different ministers from around different countries. We've been started sharing testimonies of what God's doing. Goliath's heads were being held up. Brother Wendell made the statement. He says, just think of how many people it gave courage. How many young people it gave courage to them when they realized another young person went through something like Sister Mariah went through. And God came and anointed her faith to believe. Anointed against impossible situations and impossibilities. Seemed impossible to stand up there. And she put a rock in a sling and she let it go. And she said, I'm going to wear these. What was that? We look at David and say, wow, rock killed a Goliath. That's what Mariah did. Bobby pins killed a Goliath. She walked right up in the face of that thing. And she said, Uncle Timothy, I'm going to wear these. And that thing went through the air. And anointing ministering spirits got a hold of it. And began to work in the supernatural realm. And began to do war with the devil. It's no different than when David, Daniel prayed. Amen. The angel said, I heard you on the first day. And he said, I was on my way. He said, but the, but the, the, the what, what was the name of that? That devil, that was that angel, the, the angel of darkness. The prince of darkness. That's it. The prince of darkness had withstood me. The prince of Persia has withstood me. But here I am. What was that showing when he showed up? He defeated the prince of Persia. He defeated the, the, the anointing that was on that kingdom that was trying to keep the promises of God and keep the people of God bound. But the prayer went up. It was a rock that left my mouth of a man and it went to the throne of God and the answer was on the way. But the prince of Persia, the darkness of that land tried to withstand it and did it for, amen, 20-something days. But he heard him the first day. Spencer family, he's heard you the first day. Hallelujah. He's heard you the first day. And the answer is on the way. And I'm going to tell you, if the devil didn't have enough then to stop it, and he tried with everything he could, and he kept it back for some 21 days or whatever it was, he held it back, but he still defeated him. What was it? It was the Lord, the man of war. And he come down to bring the answer on Daniel's behalf. And he showed up. That's the final answer. That's the main thing. He shows up. Hallelujah. You remember it was just this last meeting right here standing propped up against this thing right here. Well, Brother Wayne saw an angel standing here. These things are real, and they're getting more and more real. And we've seen it. The devil's getting more and more real. I'm just going to challenge you. Come to youth camp prepared. 
Take a sharp knife. Get ready. Amen. Get ready. Get in tune with God. Get ready because there's going to be war. But God will show up. Hallelujah. He'll show up with the same power. Listen, them, them ones that showed, them demons that showed up yet last year. Amen. Everyone's still yet defeated. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. The angel of the Lord has showed up. The angel of the Lord came in this hour, amen, with such vindication that he had his picture took to show you he showed up. He's here on your behalf. Praise the Lord. Got so much stuff here. He said, when the enemy comes, let me go back up here a second. Yes, to this right here. He said, Satan's army brings diseases, but God's army is commissioned to cast them out. Every time Satan throws anything on you, God's army is to cast him out. That is the very technique of God used. Satan used the army of destruction to disbelieve God's word, to set him a better, better kingdom than Michael had. God cast him out. God's method always is cast him out. Cast down reasoning. Cast down superstition. Cast down worry. Cast down diseases. Cast down sin. You're above it. Resurrected in Christ Jesus. Sitting in heavenly places with every devil under your foot. You know you're dead. Your life is here. You're dead to your senses. You're dead to your conscience. Your own human will will say, yes, I guess, dead to your reason and dead to all those things. You're buried in the name of Jesus Christ and raising them up. What happened with them when them, one of them doubters got in heaven? God kicked him out. What did he say to the soldiers that raised in Christ when the devil comes along? Kick him out. Cast him out. When the Jesus trained his army and commissioned them to the ends of the world, go ye in all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and baptized is saved. He that believeth not be damned. And ye signs shall follow them that believe. My soldiers that believe in my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Take up serpent or any deadly thing. It won't harm them. If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. Oh, hallelujah. And it says, onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. Sister Sharon shared this today, this week with us. At the sign of triumph, Satan hath the host doth flee. On then, Christian soldiers, on the victory. Hell's foundations are quivering at the shout of praise. Brothers, lift your voices, loud your anthems raise. Homeward, ever homeward. And no wonder when Grant took Richmond and a little southern woman seen Grant coming in, inspiration struck her. And she said, my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He's tramping out the vineyards where the grapes of wrath were stored. He loosed the faithful light, faithful light with his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. How did Grant take Richmond as he came to it? That's how God's soldiers take sin, sickness, just as you come to it. Cast it out. That's the way to overcome doubt. Cast it out. You come to fear, cast it out. You come chop it out of the way, move out of the way. This is my inheritance. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> he tells about a, a, a fire captain. And there the fire got loose there in Louisville and Jeffersonville. A little tr fire department tried. And the guy was out there shooting a little fire over here, shooting a little fire there. Wasn't doing no good, burning the place down. Louisville showed up. This, that, and finally a real top flight uh, fire department showed up. And he said, who was at the top of the ladder? The chief captain. And he said, he grabbed an axe and he threw it right through the window and said, come on, boys, let's put this fire out. And he said those men were right behind him in just a few minutes. They had the fire out. He said, and what do we got? We got a chief, calf, chief captain. He's at the top of the ladder. And he threw an axe, through, amen, a word, all the way through the windows of hell. And it shattered every bar. It shattered everything. And he said, let's put this fire out. This ain't been making threats and, and breathing threatens and holding my people long enough. Today it's losing its power. Today it's going down. Today it's over with. And he put it out. He said, brother, talk about all your theology you want to, your man-made denominations, your organization, play with it all you want. He said, I got a chief captain that told me how to do it. Hallelujah. And when Satan come against him, he would stop. He would cast it down and say, it is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. That's my captain's orders. Whatever's in front of me, it is written. The word of God said so. He said, you're talking about orders. You're talking about the soldiers moving up and the artillery taking its place. What did he do? He walked right up there to the Goliath and he said, it is written. It is written, Goliath, you come out here with a sword and spear. I don't meet you with no such thing. It is written, I meet you in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. When the word of God is spoken, it will accomplish what God intended. It will do it. As Gideon said, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon, the sons of God are here tonight standing with the sword of the Lord, Amen. the sword of the king. And when a spirit-born, spirit-filled man in faith takes that word into his heart and puts it upon his lips, it's the same as deity speaking. Every mountain has to go. Satan can't stand before that man. Like a flaming cutting sword, it went to the conscience of man like a surgeon's knife. It'll cut out every disease. It'll set every captive free. Everything, everywhere those early believers went, they went preaching the gospel, the word of God, and God confirming the word with signs one following. The sick were healed. The devil cast out. They spoke in new tongues. That was the word in action, and the word has never failed in the mouth of believing Christians. Shall I read it again? The word has never failed in the mouth of believing Christian. And this last age, it is here stronger. It is here stronger and great than ever in the true word of God. And devils tremble when sons of God have confidence in their weapon. Psalms 149 says, Let the high praises of God be in your mouth. And a two-edged sword in your hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon them the judgment written, this hour have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. This honor have all the saints. Praise ye the Lord. Brother Danny Steeman wrote this. He said, Brother Bob at our assembly 
had colon cancer. I'm going to hold a few Goliath's heads up. Had colon cancer, operated on, was told he had four weeks of recovery. But he said, I want to be in church. He was back in church within a week. And the doctors have just told him now he's totally cancer free. Hallelujah. Another brother in our church has a skin, had a skin condition in his hands, was using meat and medicine to treat it. It wasn't working. And, and as I was ministering on David and Goliath, well, I believe he's the same God today. If you happen to be this person today, he's the same God for you, and we're preaching the same word, David and Goliath. Amen. David and Goliath this past Sunday, he stretched forth his hands and claimed his healing. He testified he felt a cool breeze go across it, and he was totally healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jeremy Schreiner says, Brother Jeremy said we had a sister years ago who had leukemia. And when she went through the communion line, she believed for her healing and immediately received her healing during the communion. And it was completely gone. Hallelujah. Brother Darrell Ward said, I was in Mexico. There was a sister working in the kitchen at a camp meeting and called me to come pray for her. She had cancer, and yet she was working, trying to provide food for those in the meeting. She was so consumed with cancer that she stunk. She was decaying. And God healed that woman. Two years later, I was there, and she was well, gained weight, cooking in the kitchen. When I saw her, we both threw up our hands and started praising God. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Brother Bryce Collins says a few years back had a brother from our assembly bring a young girl. His relative, the doctor, had told the parents she had a serious heart condition. She shouldn't run or play with other children. He brought her up for prayer. She went back to the doctor. The doctor was astonished seeing that there was nothing no more wrong with her now and her heart is completely normal and we've also had two different cancer cases healed in that same month. Hallelujah. Brother Wendell Martin said, Sean, Brother Sean's fourth child was born without hip sockets. When a baby, when a baby, little Ann would cry a lot. The doctors examined the baby. They found her leg sockets was not developed. When changing her diaper, they noticed she could spin her legs all the way around. And Sister Rebecca had been to the doctors with her. uh, Brother Sean's first wife has passed on. Was scheduled to meet with the the specialists who were going to devise a game plan. They had pre-warned Brother Sean and Sister Rebecca that the child were to walk. She'd probably have to have braces and crutches the rest of her life. Sunday before the scheduled visit, the presence of the Lord came very strong in the service. Sister Rebecca brought the baby to the front believing that God would perform a miracle. We prayed and we felt an assurance assurance in her heart that God had done something right there. And when they took the baby to the specialist, the doctors looked at the x-rays and proceeded moving the legs up and down, back and forth, and then left the room. He came back to the room with another doctor, done the same thing. Before you knew it, there was a whole group of them in there expecting the baby. The doctor then looked at Sister Rebecca and said, there's nothing wrong with her child. Her hips and sockets are totally developed. The baby is fine. Ann Martin is now 14 years old and has never had a problem walking ever. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. 
Oh, I had to add this in. Brother Branham said, and here he stands tonight, the mighty conqueror, same yesterday, today, and forever, healing the sick, baptizing the believers, just as he always did. He is the mighty conqueror. Doomed devils are on the run. Did you hear me, church? I said doomed devils are on the run. They always are when he's around. When he's around, cancer is doomed. When he's around, alopecia is doomed. When he's around, amen, brain bleeds are doomed. When he's around, sin's curse is doomed. Spirits of torment are doomed. Ever sparing spirits are doomed. Amen, when he's in the building, when he's in the house, death has to flee. He is the resurrection and the life. He is the same yesterday. Do you hear me tonight? He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Glory to God in the highest. Jay's brother Jason Jackson says, Sister Sheila McComas from her church a few years ago had kidney cancer and was also eat up with female cancer both at the same time. We had prayer day before she went, or two before she went to Little Rock for an operation on the kidney. Brother Tim Pruitt came up as well to, that day to pray. The doctor searched for an hour, called in a backup. They couldn't find any kidney cancer. He told Sister Sheila she had prayed too much. Let's pray again. Hallelujah. Jesus prayed and the man seen him in his tree walking and he prayed again. I want to be accused of praying too much. The devils have to turn loose of God's people because there's a prayer warrior praying. I told Brother Frank, her husband, that if God healed a kidney, I believe he's also healed a female cancer. The doctor said he had operated that day on a woman that wasn't near as bad, and they didn't think she would live in six months. When he went in to do the surgery, all of that cancer was gone as well. What a mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Wayne Lawson says, you remember my father-in-law, Brother Vernon, was laying on a table for surgery with an irregular heartbeat. And all of a sudden, when prayer went forth, it started beating normal and it's beating normal now, ever since. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Brother Mark Osborne, a brother in North Carolina, said a brother in our church several years ago was diagnosed with lung cancer. Do you hear how many cancers are being called out? Attended a special meeting of Brother Kinders. The brother had, brothers had prayed for him. He went back to the doctor to get ready for surgery, and the mass was gone. And the doctor had him come back several times with the repeated imaging is still cancer-free today, and he tells everyone and everyone where he goes how the Lord healed him. Oh, I enjoy dragging around the head of a Goliath. Let's just drag his head all over the dirt tonight. Let's drag his head through the blood of Jesus Christ. See what God did for me. See what God did for me. He delivered me in impossible situations. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Wendell Martin said a few years ago, my son Joshua had a huge cyst on the side of his head. Amen. Come on, Sister Adriana. It had grown quite large. It was, in fact, on his particular Sunday morning before the service, Joshua had showed me how the growth had become quite large and he expressed how much pain. But during the service, that thing went away. There's one also on my little girl's head. That same devil's got to go. 
Hallelujah. He's the same God. He said, Brother Jason, Sister George Jackson was with us on that Father's Day Sunday. While Brother Jason was ministering, the angel of the Lord dropped in the building, totally performed a miracle on Joshua. He's totally healed and never had a problem since. Brother Sean sends this one. He said, I asked, I asked Sister Kim Weeks in our church to give this brief testimony. Her husband, Brother John, I woke up Wednesday morning, told me he wasn't feeling right in his chest. We prayed and went to the ER because of his history. They had a heart cath right away. Specialist called me in the hall and told me that John was in serious trouble. Took me in and showed that all of his arteries on the screen looked like rubber bands and were just twisted all up. Doctor said there's no way that any blood can be getting through them. Later, they rushed him to the room, quickly readied him to be transferred to another hospital, facing open heart surgery at 53 years old. I began to ask for prayer. Brother Sean and our church family rallied around us with love and prayers in spite of the hurry. He was left to wait two more days. We believed it was just our God working on John's arteries. On Sunday, his personal heart doctor came in the room, so we ran some more tests. We won't have to do it after all. It's all done. He said, all we got to do is clean out one artery in the back of the heart. Told him how good the rest looked, and we went home a day later to God be all the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Darrell Ward said there was a sister Betty had glaucoma in her eyes so severe she had to wear sunglasses before the light hurt her. They would send her to an eye specialist on Monday. That Sunday she came up for prayer on Monday. She went to a specialist. He examined her and told her the doctor that sent you here needs your eyes examined. There's nothing wrong with your eyes. They're completely normal. And he said, I gave this testimony in Oregon. A brother sitting in the back of the church had cataracts in both his eyes and said he started thanking God for Sister Betty. Healing and the cataracts immediately left his eyes without even prayer. How great is our God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Jeremy's trying to write Bob, Brother Bob, and it was diagnosed with a brain tumor and scheduled for surgery. The church and others around the world were praying. My grandpa had had a vision to have Brother Bob request another scan and to be gone that day that, that God had healed him. The morning of surgery, Bob requested another scan. The doctors was frustrated because he wouldn't budge. And he said, i got to have another scan. They did another scan, and it was completely gone. The doctor walked in and said, I thought we were looking at the wrong scans, but you must have a higher power watching over you. Instead of brain surgery, you're going home. I love it when God cancels the devil's plans. I believe he's here tonight to also... Cancel some plans. He's had plans for your, your downfall. He's had plans for your destruction. He's had plans for your sickness. But there's an angel in the building. He said, not today, Satan. Hallelujah. We can, time would fail us to tell of all the wonderful works. But I'm going to tell about some in our own assembly. We've heard them before. But I love telling him again. Because today, I just want to keep dragging that old guy. I want to drag his head till he ain't got no hair left. Till his teeth are beat out. His nose is bashed in. His eyeballs hanging out. That's the way I feel about him tonight. And if you don't care, I'd, I'd like you to feel the same way. I'm sick and tired of this devil. That's tormenting the family of God. 
been bad news after bad news after bad news after bad news. But there's good news tonight. There's an angel in the building. And we are seeing the signs of his visitation. Hallelujah. It's not a made-up story. It's not somebody coming up with some little feeling. It's got something behind it. Showing it's thus saith the Lord. While expecting Jude, the doctors saw by ultrasound he had, a, um, I don't know how the term, but he had a problem in his left, left kidney. When he was born, they sent him to a pediatric urologist for a test to see if he had a blockage. While performing the test, they asked me if his right kidney, they asked me if it was the right kidney that had the trouble. I surely told him it was his left. They said, there's no blockage in his left. He said, but it's in the right. It's enlarged. It's our now main concern. They found reflux there. And they begin to talk about how they was only operating about 8%. Probably eventually stopped working. I would need to consider having it removed. I asked the Lord to lay it on my heart when I should take him up for prayer because I knew God could and would heal him. On Wednesday night, I had been in the nursery, came back in the church and turned to go to my seat. But God told me it was Jude's time. I dropped my bags in the back and I walked down for him to have prayer. The Lord met us there. I knew from that moment he was healed. The next morning he woke up with a soaked diaper and, his bed, and it, that never happened before. I thanked the Lord every night while I lay my, my hand on his back. I gave him one more dose of antibiotics but felt to quit giving him that that day. We went for ultrasounds every couple of months for checkups. And at all the ultrasound checkups, the doctors would comment that that well, what a healthy big boy I had. This, of course, would be a very unlikely for a baby with kidney disease to be big and healthy. However, only a nuclear medicine scan would tell us how the other kidney was operating. We were to have one a year old. We went in for the scan. The doctor kept comparing the two reports. He said, your son's kidney is perfectly fine. It's operating normally. Also, it's growing perfectly. He said, I think they must have done something wrong the first time we did this scan. I know better because I serve a living God. Brother Jude, stand up. Hold that giant's head up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Brother Tim would speak this. He said, I'll start with myself, who the doctors called a miracle before I was only given 50% chance of keeping my feet because of severe surgeries and reconstruction necessary to correct the crippled condition I had from CMT, a type of muscular dystrophy inherited from my mother's side of the family. This condition made both of my feet like clubs and were toes drawn up tightly to the top of my feet and each foot wrapped around were walked on my ankles. This condition was first noticed when I was eight or nine, when the ligaments and my muscles began to atrophy and draw while I walked very painfully on the side of my feet, my parents were against doctors, very reluctant for me to have treatments. They felt it very unspiritual to accept medication or doctor's assistance. Certainly, it would be a lack of faith. They did, they did take me to an orthopedic surgeon for evaluation when I was 12 years old, but decided against accepting their help. The Shriners Hospital offered to help and even paid for the surgery, but they were against state help due to misinterpretations from the church-age book. 
book. It was not until I was married at the age of 24 and become a sincere student of the message. I received the book, Reproach for the Cause of Christ of the Word. It was still at the time and era. Not many books were printed. But during the study of this sermon, I read sitting a while, I read this sitting a while ago. It was a sweet little girl. First, I combed through the family there. This is Brother Branham. To see if there was anything wrong, God will heal, but it's under conditions. The only thing I found was the mother afraid it was a wrong to take medicine. I said, don't you think that, sister. Get that out of your mind and go ahead with the child. Give it the medicine. God will make that known. You see, I was told it was denial of faith to use medicine, but yet under discernment, it was found that the mother of the little girl was afraid that it was wrong to take medicine. This became a revelation to me, and so I made an appointment with an orthopedic surgeon, still needing a word from the Lord to give, a courage, to give courage to me through this. Brother George Lickers, now deceased in 1980, a pastor from Anniston, Alabama, drove, drove 500 miles to deliver a word to me. The Lord had given him a scripture for my behalf, Romans 16, 20. Put it up. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And I want you to know that scripture still today. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is still with you. And he has commissioned Satan a place under your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's under our feet. Is there any other Davids here that wants to hold up a Goliath's head? Say, here he is. Cancer's defeated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want, I want right now, I want the cancer Philistine to come walking through here, his head. I want the blind brain bleed to come through here. I want the kidney problem and the eye problem. I want all these things that have been mentioned, the alopecia, amen, high blood pressure, even delivered from it, sugar diabetes, whatever it was. Let's parade that head around this church. Let's let the world know it. If God can do it for them, God can do it for you. Hallelujah. May the church of the living God be encouraged. Be encouraged. He's under your feet. He's under your feet. He's under your feet. Now I want you to know tonight, church, you are David. You have been commissioned. It's time right now you put the word of God in your mouth and you let that stone go. Speak the word of God. You see these you see these devils that are defeated. If God will do it for them, he'll do it for you. Hallelujah. Yes, let's parade him around. This devil, I'm dragging you all the way down. I'm dragging you right through the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm dragging you till you ain't got no hair left. You ain't got no teeth left. You ain't got nothing left. You're nothing but a dead corpse. Because it's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. And I pray tonight that the Holy Ghost will just now, right now, drop in this building to anoint your faith to believe all things are possible. And right now, the Holy Ghost, the angel of God, to drop in the whole hospital room. Send the word of God.
What shall we say to these things? I ask you, David, what shall we say to these things? Yes. What are you going to say to those walls? What are you saying to that giant in your way? I'm coming after you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God is for us. God is for us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Cancer can't be against us. Alopecia's falling. Brain bleed's falling. Hip problems. Kidney problems. Every disease. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're watching tonight, put it up. Put your Goliath up and say, this is falling. This is falling. And let the whole world know it happened here. It can happen there. Hallelujah. Hey, come on, prodigal son. Right here. If it happened here, it can happen there. 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 Hold that giant's head up. His night tonight, his head is coming off. I put my foot on the head of that devil and say, devil, you've had enough of tormenting the Spencer family. You've had enough of tormenting hearts. Fear, your time is over. It's time for fear to walk out the building. What was that? I saw his taillights. He's leaving this place. The church of the living God is believing all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. Right now, even now, that's it. There goes another barren spirit. His head lifted up. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Oh, yes. Come on. Let's gather courage. It ain't nothing about a bunch of emotion. It ain't but that we have seen the power of the living God in the midst of his people. Oh, glory to God. What are you going to say to those walls? This is the seventh day. This is the seventh time. It's time the children of God began to speak the word of God and say, Satan, take your hands off of God's property. Loose them and let them go. We're going to sing a victory song. We're going to sing a victory song. Victory over cancer is mine. Victory over sugar diabetes is mine. Victory over high blood pressure is mine. Victory over being barren is mine. What a word. What a word. Sister Rachel, that enemy that's been against you, he ain't got no power. His power was stripped. What are you going to say to these things? What are you going to say, Mary? Be it unto me. 
What are you going to say, David? I come to you in the name of the Lord. What are you going to say, Joshua? Shout. The walls are coming down. I believe there ought to be a shout tonight. All the things that we have seen and we have seen with our own eyes. A visible Christ among us, healing our sick, saving our lost, amen, moving in miraculous ways. I think we ought to have a voice in our body. Let it come from the depths of your soul and give praise to the King of Kings. Give praise to the Lord of Lords. He's a God mighty in battle. He's never lost a battle, but he's always come out packing the victory. All praise him. Lift your hands, all you people. Praise the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Praise the King of Kings. Oh, yeah, we can praise somebody that can defeat cancer. We can, we can praise someone that will loose the shackles, the cigarettes off of a boy's life and give him hope and lie hard in his heart and there to believe the Word of God. We can praise a God like that. He's that kind of God. And he's showing us tonight, once again, I've got big muscles. I hadn't lost one ounce of power. I haven't lost one moment. I have won every battle, and I'm not going to start losing now. This is my battle. Lord Jesus, we love you, Father. We praise you, King of kings, Lord of lords. Who is like Jeshua? Who is like Jehovah? There's no God like Jehovah. There's none compared to you, O oh God. Our God and our Savior. Our all in all, our everything. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And even now, at the word. Even now. Believest thou this? Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. We praise your name. Oh, hallelujah. I believe there's somebody here that wants to wash his feet. Just wants to have a moment. Just take that moment with him. not to praise you. Lord, we want to be like those lepers that came back to give you thanks. You have the praises of your people.